So how's homeschooling been and socializing with the kids? You know what? I feel like the kids, as far as school goes, I think they've been doing super well. I, when they were like, cause they're in public school and, um, you know, there's only so much you can know about what they're actually learning in school. You know, they come home from school, you ask them what they learned. They're like, Mm, Timmy poke me in the nose you know like it's not really concrete what they're actually learning and then you see the assignments come home you know with the grades on it sometimes so you'll see the assignment the grading online but you don't really know where they are like you don't really know and so well me personally I don't really know um but when they started getting homeschooled and I was already thinking about prior to this homeschooling my kids so it was kind of like it allowed me to kind of test this out how it would go if I if I decided to homeschool them and, uh, and I think that, I mean, I think they're excelling in homeschooling, you know, because they're not at school for, what is it, eight hours a day. They literally get their schoolwork done in about an hour to two hours, depending on like in the beginning, they had a lot more schoolwork they had to do every day. So it would say maybe three hours, maybe. And that included, I, I, I'm mandatory. I give them an hour of gym time, which means they need to go outside and run around in circles. I don't care what they do outside, kick the soccer ball or lay in the grass. They need to just, you know, get out of the house in our backyard, you know, safe environment and just so that they're not tearing up the house all day and not looking at the TV all the time. You're such um, a good mom. Do you know what I'm, you do, do you know what I'm doing? Going to the pool in your backyard. <laughs> Let me tell you, we're on our third laptop. Mm-hmm. The first one, the programs didn't work. So they swapped oh, no. that out. The second one, the cat broke, jumping on it, and her headphones were in it, and it was slightly pulled down, cracked the whole screen. So I just took that back. So now she's got another one. Oh, my gosh. But my child is like her mother and her brother, which is your husband. They are night people. We are night people. Yes, night So her, her school day starts at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, mm. and it goes to like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. What the? How much work she got to do? And there, well, because she's on the phone. Oh, no, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so there's no gym time. <laughs> Look, at this point, because my kids, my, my last one is in high school. Yeah. You know, she's a freshman. And at this point, I think with all the shenanigans that was going on in high school, mm-hmm. I think this kind of saved the high schooling shenanigans yeah, you know, I think this is kind of a nice pause. A nice pause for all these kids who were going through all these crazy things because it's not like when y'all was in high school. It's to a degree. Yeah. But I think it's been amped up because of all the phone and the internet and the social media and the yeah. apps and the TikTok like, and the Snapchat. MySpace was in like came out in middle school. So it kind of was, was nothing. Tough. Yeah, nothing compared. To, and then Facebook came out like till and like high school till and high school. So it wasn't like and now you have all these other apps and, and phones are so much like I remember in having my little flip phone, my little Metro PCS, little, you know, my little sidekick. You know, they had the, a Nokia with the, with Snake. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, with Snake. You know what I'm saying? You know, like Where you I, had to pay for minutes. And I remember, I remember when she, she sat there and she texted. This is when they charged for every text message. They charged for every second that you were on that phone. Unless I you had, had got, a, 
the plan after seven o'clock, no, after nine o'clock for AT&T. That's what my mom had. That's what we had. That's and I kept had, yes. telling her, I said, you have to call your friends after nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. This child mm -hmm. took it upon herself to call her friends at five o'clock until nine o'clock. And I came Ooh. up with an over a thousand dollar phone, but I had to my mom too. I was like, um, I did that to her before on accident. I have a teenager. <laughs> AT&T made a lot of money that during that, like that, like bracket where texting became a real, a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, like, my husband just, like, 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 checked me the other day because I was a kid that, you know, I would have my phone because, you know, texting back in the day, you know, the buttons, you text it three times. It was yeah, ABC. ABC, you know, well, ABC one. One, yeah, two, and then number two was, you know, so I could text without even looking. I would be under the table texting my friend. I had a little pink razor, you know, a little flip phone and thought I was all kinds of everything, you know, and and now the other day I was talking to my husband on my touch screen phone, right? And I'm looking at him and I'm texting you actually. I was texting you. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't looking at my screen and I'm texting. And he's like, he was like, how are you doing that? You don't even have the grooves to feel. It's a flat screen. How can you text without, you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I could do that. But, you know, I, I remember those. It, it was a gradual progression to get to. It was a gradual progression. To, to, to where it's social media and phones, everything's where they are now. And like before we had two different devices. We had a cell phone, we had an iPod. Now this generation don't even know what an iPod is. I'm confused. They don't. I'm, I'm confused. I feel like my kids, as far as academically speaking, they are excelling. I think they're doing great being from home because it's very compact. I, and, and you know what too? She's doing better too. There, yeah, I, I, you know, when I was growing up and going to school, my teachers, I was blessed enough to have an, like great teachers and they all have the same mindset. And that mindset was, let's teach them the easiest way to get to the solution. We can teach them the fluff part and they have the option, but it's fine. Whatever way is better for their mind to work. You know, like it's not that common core stuff where you got to you know, oh, that common core thing went, went out, out the of the window. door, which is wonderful. But, but you get what I'm saying? Like it wasn't I, the kiss method is what I was instilled into me very long, young. That was keep it simple, simple stupid. stupid. And, and I remember my algebra teacher used to be like, he, like I, when I would get confused during my math tests and stuff, he would just walk by in red pen right at the top of my paper because he knew I would overthink things and then he would walk away and I would get it, get a hundred and go. So when my kids- Doing that with the kids? Are you writing yes. on their paper? Well, I'm not writing kiss on their paper, but I'm, whenever they have an issue with it, I'm like- you give them a kiss? <laughs> I mean, I could, because technically that wouldn't be inappropriate, but- <laughs> You give them but a no, kiss on the forehead and they're I like, why are you kissing me, mom? I give them the chance so- the way that their school is doing it, and I know not any school schools are not doing it. They have everything online, but they have multiple attempts for certain topics to do it. So for their write, reading and writing schoolwork, they have three attempts, oh, two attempts to get it right. And for their math, they have three attempts. And so what I do is I give them the opportunity, like it comes with a video that teaches them a lesson, then they have the work. So I give them opportunity to try it on their own after watching the video to get it the first time. If they, I don't accept anything lower than an 80. Like I, I won't. So like an 80 is even pushing it at this point. Why so, do I just have this vision of you sitting there with a flip flop, a glass of wine, <laughs> with like, red lipstick on talking better. about, you better kiss this. 
<laughs> you gonna get the flip flop. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let me show you something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the house slipper i give them the first try and if they if they have a hard time and i'm like you always have tools of getting right and the second time before they attempt it i look at what the you know what's going on and i tell them how i was taught which is the kiss method so if mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a writing if it's a reading question right and they have to write their answer in a complete sentence i don't accept just the answer like if it's like how did timmy fall right i'm not gonna mm-hmm. say uh you i'm not gonna accept he, uh, pushed. I'm not going to accept that one word. So I'm like a quick, easy way to answer that without even having to think too hard is turn that question into a sent- into a sentence. So just take off how did, and then he said, Timmy fell or Timmy was pushed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you just take out the sentence and then put the answer at the end. Boom. And you can copy the words. You can help practice your spelling. So you don't have to, there's only a few words that you really have to spell spell and repetition will help it instill into you you know what i'm saying and ayana she's pretty self-sufficient you know my problem i'm having with her is is that you know she's at the age now where she's it's so important for them to socialize and she's missing her friends tremendously yeah and um so she does spend a lot of time on facetime but you know some of these friends live locally like like within blocks and it just stinks because of the situation the other stringent you know guidelines that the u.s has put for each governor to put on each state um you know it's like no you can't go see them no they can't do this you know because you know you're running the risk but then how do i say that when you know my husband's going to work and then he's right he's going out and he's facing so many people and bringing everyone and bringing, and, bringing it, home. and bringing it all home you know so we finally let her go to an overnight this weekend the first yeah. one in a, in a month and um ironically she wanted to come home so, yeah <laughs> you know like but yeah. I feel like I do feel like that the older ones definitely need feel that, it a lot more that social you know, because they're coming into young adulthood and they, yeah. really, they need that, you know, to, that to, connection. to start figuring out who they want to be as adults. You know, they got to start learning. I think with kids, it's just like, oh, Johnny didn't play with me in the playground today, you know. So but, I'm just going to play Xbox and move on with my life. Yeah. But even, but even the boys, I feel like they're getting, at this point, since they have not really, so, they haven't socialized with anyone since we've been to Florida. That was in March. Mm-hmm. You know, we're now in May. And uh, they have not really left the house. They haven't gotten out of the car to go inside of any building since since we returned from Florida in March. And I think, like, the sibling fights are getting a little bit more, like, you know, ridiculous. Not like, like, they, they're good for the most part. But then when they do get mad at each other, it's like, he bit me. Why would you, you're seven. There should be no reason why you're getting bit right now. But because they just need that. Like kids at different ages show their cabin fever differently. You know what I mean? Like younger kids, they get more fussy, like Rena. She's more she's more my daughter. She's more um like up my butt. <laughs> like she's more like the minute I get off work, even when I'm on work, she's sitting by my feet. Like she just under my armpit. She is even but more that's, than that's that age though. But I think this is also contributing to the fact that she does she can't go to Sunday school and play with her friends or to true, daycare or true. she doesn't have that 
that other she even said to me the other day she because she calls church home you know she's yeah. like I want to go home I want to go home and I'm like honey you're at home like I'm trying to teach her the difference but I know what she means you mean yeah. she, wants she wants to go to, to church, go to, church mm-hmm. to play she wants to go and socialize but she doesn't know how to say that quite yet and the boys say yeah, cause she, every time she gets on the phone with me she's like Mima I want to come to your house now mm-hmm. you know and like she's she like basically get. it's code for get me out of my house <laughs> she's just she's antsy that's why like yeah. like this week like i not today like i y'all first of all y'all gonna get to know me i do not do bugs i'm the type of person that will look through a window and say that is so beautiful outside and stay my tail inside in ac without any bugsorizations around me okay <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, for my kids sake i was like honey we need to go on a walk like last week i did it and this week i said we need to go on a walk yeah and we walked around about three blocks and we came back and I let them ride their, they rode their hoverboards this time, the last time they were the scooters and they rode their hoverboards, even though it's counterintuitive because they didn't actually walk, but it works out your calf muscles, I guess. And they rode their hoverboards and Bella rode her little scooter that she bought her for her birthday. And we walked, put in and put in. When we put my dog, we put her collar on. She started whimpering and scratching at the door. And you know, that's not her because she just wants to get out. Get she, out. They just want to you know, even when we would go to work and we, we, they would have quiet, the dog would have quietness in the house. There's no quiet now, you know? And, and so, um, just to walk around, I think that it kind of refreshes, like just getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, Adino, our dog here, mm-hmm. same thing. Like he needs to, you know, he's been going for walks, you know, yeah. she's been very good about taking him out for walks. Um, car rides everywhere they go you know yes they go coming yeah um for the car rides you know i went out yesterday because mm-hmm. i had to go pick up the laptop you know for nine and um girl i put the window it was beautiful out because you know how it is in florida <laughs> it was blue skies it was no yeah. clouds i put yeah. the sunroof open i put mm-hmm. the windows down i put some techno club <laughs> <laughs> I'm just driving like ain't nobody's business. Yeah. You no, know, on my way just to pick to up. Go. Just to go. And then I was like, I really feel like taking an extra detour. Taking an extra detour to the beach. But then I was like, nah, because I'm not really dressed for that. I'm gonna get too hot. But you know, so I was just kind of like, it was just so beautiful. I went to Dollar Tree instead. First of all, first of all, <laughs> did you pick me up anything? <laughs> I did actually. I did. I did. There's some decal things. I was gonna make you something for your bathroom. But see, That's now funny. you made me tell the secret. But well, you didn't have to tell me. You could have just said yes, or you could have said yes. No. <laughs> yes. So I went to the DT up, you know, in the hoodish area. In the Pierce area. In the Pierce area, and um. Yeah. But I, yeah, I went to Dollar Tree and it was like, it just felt so good. All our crafting moms out there, yeah. I know your hearts are swelling right now. We're, we're in this team together. We are in it together. <laughs> and I, oh, it was just so nice to get out and be me and be alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and be alone. Yes. I know. Um, even with Corona out there, you're like, Corona, what's up, girl? It's been a minute. You know, funny. like. <laughs> I just, I just threw on the mask and I don't even wear gloves anymore. When, when Corona, when Corona first came out, I was like, oh, we're going to wear, you know, remember yeah. when we were driving from yeah. Texas and whatnot. I had to wear gloves. I was lice on everything. Now I just go out with the mask. Just wash your hands. Hand sanitizer. Sanitizer. And so now I get in the car and I'm like. Yeah. 
and just don't touch your face don't touch nothing non-essential and you know and that's the thing like if we could touch on that briefly the glove situation i understand the i understand the reasoning behind why you know that just like the toilet paper when people snatch up all this toilet paper it's like what you finna eat you just gonna poop out toilet paper either that's neither here nor there um you know even with the gloves things it's kind of like i understand because even i caught myself doing it one time and then i thought of it logically because like i said i'm an ma and i know the protocol of using gloves you don't use the same glove from patient to patient because of cross-examination so what makes you think that you can use a glove throughout the whole entire store and then and then and and then that's not cross-contamination you get what I'm saying? At least when you don't have gloves on, you're even more conscientious to wash your hands, to take precautions, to put hand sanitizer on. Because when you have gloves on, you have that false sense of security. And that's kind of like having a security system and leaving your windows open. Mm-hmm. What's the point? What's the point? There is no point. See, I'm watching people and they're doing the same thing. And they're like, t- they're still touching their face. They're still yes. doing this. They're still doing Oh my gosh, sounds like you're picking her nose. With and touching all the milk. No, she didn't even have no gloves on. She had no mask on. She was walking around the store, and I and I was and what was making me was slightly slightly pissing me off because she was on the same directional path as me. Because I go to the next aisle, she on the next aisle. She doing the you know little Subaru, you know, and I couldn't switch up my my pattern because I just wanted to do what I needed to do. And yeah, every time I'm I went to the aisle, she was there in front of me. So I'm trying to keep my social distance distance, and she touching stuff with her hands, and then I see her like scratching her eyes and then she was coughing into this little napkin she was like coughing this little <laughs> and then picking her nose with it and then she picking her nose with a regular hand and then she would touch something i'm like jesus <laughs> <laughs> but see i think this is heightening the awareness because yes. i go to the store i notice so much foolery now like i'm just yes. people do so much stuff and i'm like sweetheart it doesn't matter that you wore a fish mask in the store you're still not practicing Proper hygiene. There was, you know, the Florida man. I know. I know know the Florida man. (laughs) Okay. So since, you know, this whole thing, we're noticing people more in the store, like it's Mm -hmm. crazy, but they're still buying up toilet paper. Like, like, you know what? I I had this thing. I had this thing. I had this epiphany, Tiffany. (laughs) I had an epiphany, (laughs) that Walmart is hoarding their products yes. in the back and only putting out a certain amount during the day because yes. Costco, BJ's, and Sam's have toilet paper, but they regulate how much you customers can take. how much you could take, but Walmart is only sending out a certain amount. So it's kind of like a first come, first serve type of thing. So then people are snatching it up more. Mm-hmm. We, cause, yeah. I feel like Walmart's causing more of a pandemic and Hysteria. shopping. And, and that's what I was about to say. It's kind of like, Okay, so you know when this thing first started, you know, it started around like March for 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 for, for, no, for I mean, for I mean the United States. Remember cuz if in February we heard about it, but it had poop hadn't hit the fan yet. You know what I'm saying? It hit the fan when I was driving to Florida. Remember that's when Texas started shutting down. Houston went into like like that, that was the last that week, week of February. That was the last the week. Oh yeah, yeah. no no, that was Yeah. That was no, because I remember I was getting ready for Ayana's trip. Oh my gosh, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And and that's when stuff started in the fan. And at, at first, at first, you started hearing the hysteria about toilet paper, mm-hmm. right? And then, and, but there was still food on the shelves, there's still everything, but it's just toilet paper, toilet paper. And I think at that point- um, Within a matter it, of three days here- It became everything. everything. 
vitamins, everything. Everybody starts vitamins, meats, toilet and remember, paper, paper towels, alcohol, bleach, cleaning stuff. People like I own a cleaning business, you know that, but they don't yes. know that. So I own a cleaning business. So like things that I'm normally buying, like nobody's buying now. So my thought was, it's like you guys aren't. should I grab it now before it goes? Oh away? no, I did, I did. Yeah, but that's my point. But like, I'm like, you guys weren't cleaning before. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Question yeah, why mark? we ain't got nothing now? Why ain't, you didn't have an extra bottle of bleach underneath your cabinet like me? And this not a regular thing that people do. You just go from living from toilet paper seat to toilet paper seat. You know, like paycheck to paycheck, but toilet paper. Mm-hmm. But the point is, toilet paper roll to toilet paper roll. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you. Oh, I only got. I'm half a roll now. Let me go pick up another one. What? No, go to Sam's buy it in bulk and move on with your life. Yeah. So toilet paper roll to toilet paper roll. Yeah. Be like, I was already buying stuff because I was cleaning, but I noticed that things were starting to get scarce. Starting to dwindle. Starting to dwindle. So I was like, I didn't want to be that person. Yeah. But I had to, like, I went on Amazon and I got one of the la- like, cause yeah, the last boxes. Cause even when I went on yeah. there, it was gone. Like I bought a, I had to buy a box of toilet paper. There was what, remember? When like 96 rolls. 80 in it. rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. And I only did that because I already saw the panic and the scarcity of what was already going on. Yeah. I got me a case of alcohol, rubbing alcohol for my cleaning supplies. We got these things because I cleaned. Yeah. But then in turn, I'm glad we kind of did because that has sustained us. Through this kind of pandemic. Where we're actually, I've had to turn around and give people stuff because they couldn't like, you know, family or whatever. Yeah. They they couldn't find it. And it was and that's the crazy part about it. I think, I think it's more of, you know, and, and I, I remember like, like, you know, it was all over the news. Like, it's not because we're low on anything. It's because people are just snatching up everything. It was kind of like more of a, a social, a social crisis. You know what I'm saying? Like a social panic, a social panic of you going to the store. Cause you know, us as Americans, like we go to the store and we're used to seeing them packed at all times and everything facing forward and shiny. So when you walk into the store and like for Floridians, you know, you don't ever see the shelves bare until there's a category four. Cause you know, three and two don't really, and one don't matter. Those are kind of like, just, so they have to be like, they have to be making to, some real, no, actually it's like, oh, category five is it. And then everybody, yeah, possible five so starting at four. Here's Floridians. We have to go get a case of beer. We got to, yes, you know, water. We got the only thing that's bare. <laughs> but the only shelves that are actually empty is the water shelves and the yeah. alcohol sections and stuff like that. But still, there's still food. There's still whatever. You there's know what I'm saying? Whatever. There's still whatever. This is like the first time where now you, as an American, walk into the store. All and, over. All, and anywhere you walk. And there's like, like I remember apocalyptic circumstances. Yes. I remember walking, coming back. I was driving from Florida back to Texas. And I, you know, started my cycle. And I was like, I need to go run to the store really quick. Guys, because I didn't do calculations before I left my house, and I'm so I was so mad that I didn't do that because, you know, you know why they did that though. No pads, no tampon, nothing. There were people were wearing pads on their face. Yes, and they were they were they were and and that's the thing. And it was coming in waves. So first it was toilet paper, then it was um, a female feminine hygiene products, then it was canned goods, then it was and I remember yes, then it was meat. And I remember my husband going to the store. And he said, all the meat was gone, all this was gone, but there was still rice. No, no, there was no rice, but there were like cake mix and there were this and there was that. And he's like, I picked up all this stuff because I'm thinking about it in the long run. We're going to want desserts. We're going to want the kids to have a little treat at the end of the night to look forward to. 
And he started like, you know, this was the one time he went shopping and I was at home with the kids and he picked up these items. He said he went to the items that no one was going for. And could you believe it? The next time, two weeks, two or three weeks later, it was gone. I went to the store and those items were gone. Yeah. Because now that was the next rotation where everyone's like, oh, I'm home long enough. I got time to kill. Let's start baking. Well, let's start. You know, I even I made my first homemade apple pie. Why? Because I got time on my hands and it tasted delicious. OK, well, that's <laughs> the thing about mass, too. I had the first side of like, OK, because, you know, you know, it went a long time saying nobody needed mask. Yeah, nobody no, well, mask. dad brought me mask home, but then now all of a sudden nurses and stuff were out of these N95, and I'm like, well, I don't want to sit here and keep taking these masks. Let, when them, the let the first responders need them. Need right. them. And I was right. like, let me just, I can sew, I can get on YouTube, because I know how to sew. I had to teach myself how to sew again, but I was like, I could make a mask. Yeah. So I had the foresight to start buying those little walmart squares of fabric for like a dollar 47 girl mm -hmm. you go i went into the walmart section the other day and i've never seen the sewing section clear it was cleared out there's no that's thread my, yes there's no supplies there's no fabric the only fabric that's left is fabric that you can't wear on your face leather yes leather and flannel that's yep. the only the only the fabric only fabric that is left like blanket fabric or couch kind of cushion fabric. That is the only thing that is left. And I'm sure you're going to start seeing people walk around with a leather mask, even though they can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I have I'm been, I have been blessed to hear the Holy Spirit tell me yes. what needs to be, you know, picked bought, up. At picked that up. Time. And, I, you know, and it's not necessarily like I'm home and then the Holy Spirit's like, go to the store right now and buy this. It's like when I'm yeah. out shopping yeah. and then I walk by something and I see it and then I hear him and he's like, you need to pick this up. And so, she's and clothed in wisdom. That's what the Bible says. I don't know if this is a side, side note. That's why they said the little clothed in wisdom, that wisdom is women's intuition. Follow it. It's Okay, he's telling you. He's telling you. Just listen. Uh, listen. Listen. Listen, that's Linda. Still small listen. voice that tells you maybe you should wear your black underwear tonight because you may get your period. Okay, that small voice. Right I thought there. she was gonna say something else. <laughs> I thought she was gonna say that's why he told you to wear black underwear. So yes, you can be a um, chikabawa for your husband. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> about with period oh my word he told you to wear the ugly underwear tonight even though you didn't necessarily want to that'd be granny because he knew because in that, my book the black underwear is the pow chicka pow pow night well you know you gotta you gotta think ahead Leah, because you gotta you, i'm i'm about to revamp all of that but you know like you gotta think about it you gotta try to coordinate it you don't you know because people think okay well when you're on your menstrual cycle side note ladies you only mention cycle, you have those menstrual cycle panties. You know what we're talking about. The ones that then already got messed up. So you like, we just gonna play those ones to the games, but you might as well make them black. So then if they do get messed up, they're already black. And they just the ones that you wear for that season. And then it's color coordinated. So then it's like, don't even come over here because you already know what Wouldn't color. Wouldn't they be red or maroon? Well, so you wear red pants when you got your pair, or you wear black pants? I try not to go out with my period. I just try to wear black sweatpants and stay in bed all day. I well, but they black though. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I but mean, my period underwear are not black. My period underwear are like are whatever color they were when he bed on them the first they're time. Just, they're just ten <laughs> times bigger and stretched out than what my normal underwear are. I can understand that, but when you know, but 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 if you you know you gotta wrap the pad. 
Yeah, you have to have that. The, 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 it has to be the right width We're off and length. Okay. <laughs> this is another episode. So thank you so much, guys, for watching part two of Real Moths on the Block. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and share our podcasts and videos with all your friends and family. And stay tuned because this Friday we are posting part three of this COVID and shenanigans series. So if you want to finish out with our COVID and shenanigans, stay tuned for Friday, part three. See you then.